Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Anthony A., Nikki B., Mikey H., and the OT Gourmet Geek. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. my lovelies and thanks for joining us on the 125th episode of final girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror thriller and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites i'm amy and i'm carly today's episode marks the second week of listener request month on final girls Horrorcast. this week we're covering gentlemen broncos as requested by justin Yu, and simon says as requested by mondo For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Um, Gentlemen Broncos is available for renting (laughs) uh, on Amazon, on, I think Amazon's, oh, and iTunes. I don't know. Simon says, Simon says isn't available anywhere. Um, Our good friend Mondo sent us the link for it so we could enjoy that film and talk to you about it. Legal occurrence. It is a legal thing. 100% 100% We legal. watched it so legally. Very legally. Um, the most legally. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? What? <laughs> Are you allowed that to we say watched what? that? We watched that, that we watched it via link. <laughs> well, I, I that's why I said legally after it. Because I, I was surprised you said that. And I wanted to make it clear that we do not break the law here on Final Girls Horrorcast. <laughs> we are law abiding citizens. <laughs> Just edit it out. But that's what we did. <laughs> I'm not editing it. I'm just not gonna. Um, also, way to rebound again on this one because I totally Thanks. did not change the notes from last week. Sorry about that. It was so smooth. So smooth. Fucking, Nobody had any idea. You fucking handled it. Uh, but it's before I'm we drink ju- this mother of dragons beer, that's why. Did you just in- interrupt me to talk about your mother of dragons beer? I did, guys. It's so good. (laughs) I impulse purchased today. Game of Thrones beers. Well, it's coming up, man. You got to be ready for it. Oh, and I am now. It's almost Game of Thrones Day, a.k.a. my birthday, a.k.a. best birthday present ever. That is an amazing birthday present. And I'm a little bit jealous. I know what I'm doing. Can we just talk about Game of Thrones from now on? I mean, we can. Can that be a segment? Sure. What would we call it? I don't know. We'll think of something clever. <laughs> will we? Do we ever? No. Okay. But it'll be really obvious and it will make sense. Mm. Probably. Amy maybe. and Carly discuss Game of Thrones. Nailed it. Game of Thrones with Amy and Carly. Crushed it. We'll probably interchangeably use those. <laughs> Amy and Carly love Cheers. dragons and White Walkers and other things. And also Jon Snow and... Uh, ghost and Tyrion and Tyrion oh my god and Arya I love Arya 
Me too. She's such a little badass. She is such a little badass. I'm rewatching season seven right now, and I just love oh. her in season seven. I mean, I love her. I'm in, in the middle of season three. Oh, you're rewatching them still. You are so far away from where you need to be, and you only have I, a week. No, I did this in like in a week. <laughs> I'm ready. Please. It's the why it took me so long to watch these movies because all I want to do is watch Game of Thrones. Carly, you have seven days to watch four seasons. Don't doubt it. It's going to happen. And one of those days you're going to spend with me. Yep. So six days. I'm really days. excited about that, by the way. What? I said I'm really excited about that, by the way. But and we're also going to hang out. Justin's going to be here, too, from Horror oh, Business. Well, that's the rumor. That is the rumor. I confirmed it. Should we bring like a microphone or something? I don't want to bring my microphone. Yeah, no. Just set up your phone so it does microphone things. Yeah. Are we going to talk about movies now? Let's talk about movies. Okay. What are we doing? What's what is the first segment that we do? (laughs) I have to do my my preamble. Okay. But before we jump into these films, let's get started (laughs) with the segment that we like to call... (laughs) Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Dead Don't Die, with a June 14th release date. It's written and directed by Jim Jarmusch, who previously directed films such as Coffee and Cigarettes, Broken Flowers, and Only Lovers Left Alive. The IMDb summary is, The peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from their graves. Most boring IMDb summary ever. Yeah. It's fine, though. This trailer is awesome. Okay, why? I love uh, Adam Driver. <laughs> okay. See, here's the thing. Here, That's really it. Here's the thing. That's all it. And comedy and Bill Murray. Here's the thing. This movie looks amazing only because of the people in it. I will agree with that. Which is not encouraging for me. I don't think that's enough. For me, it is. Is it? It's all you need is just people you like in a movie and you're good to go. Well, I mean, I also really enjoyed Coffee and Cigarettes. Um, So if that's the kind of vibe that this weird zombie movie is giving, then I'm also I'm into it. I mean, I like I like that movie fine. You know, I haven't seen it in like 10 years. Have you seen... Uh, it's weird. It is weird. Have you seen Broken Flowers? So I weird. like Broken Flowers. I actually haven't. I haven't seen Broken yeah, Flowers. That one's like kind of sad. Bill Murray movie. Yeah. I liked Dead Man though. Or that's different. Sorry. I was looking at something different. Dead Man. But that's kind of like that weird dry dry humor. I don't know. Um, I'm, 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 this doesn't look like it's doing anything that hasn't already been done a million times other than having a bunch of really cool people in it. Like, granted, there's a ton of really amazing people in this movie. We have Tilda Swinton, Adam Driver, uh, Steve Buscemi, uh, Selena Gomez, if that's your bag. We got Bill Murray, who makes me happy. Carol Kane. Yeah. Tom Waits. Yes. Danny Glover. Zombie Carol Kane. Rosie Perez. Iggy Pop. I mean, if, if you're into big name people that make you happy, Chloe Sevigny, it's him. <clears throat> yes, I I Rizza, really like her. Just the Rizza, though. R- yep, it's just got a lot of fucking people in it, and I can appreciate that. Um, yeah. 
But I don't know that that's, that's enough. all I need. I, I feel like it's just going to be like one of those movies that I sit and just enjoy. Remember, like I just sit back. This is the end. And I'm like, I don't really care. Do you remember this is the end? Yes. That's the same thing as this, right? I enjoyed this is the end. It's fine. It's, it's not so that great stupid. of a movie. It just has a bunch of celebrities in it, and it's fun to watch the celebrities. Like that's, I feel like that's all it is. I didn't know really. Like I didn't really know what this is the end was about going in like i didn't watch any trailers for it kind of on purpose mm-hmm. and so i was sitting in that movie and i was just having the best time because it was just everything was so stupid and over the top and ridiculous that it just was great do you remember that and i feel like go ahead i was just gonna say i just feel like i if i go see this in the theater or if i go see it on my couch <laughs> I will also just sit back and have a great time watching it. Do you remember when that Valentine's Day movie came out? And it was like every celebrity ever was in it, but it was the worst movie No, but movie I remember ever. the New Year's Day one. No, there was a Valentine's Day one. I remember when it came out. It was like, know, like three, four years ago. And there was like every celebrity ever was in it and they made this huge deal yeah. about it, but then nobody liked the movie. So having just a bunch of famous people in your movie isn't enough. I'm not saying it's bad. Maybe it's really good, but there was nothing in the trailer that indicated that this would be any better than a regular zombie comedy movie. Bill Murray, but, but, Adam Driver, Bill Carol Kane as a zombie. Okay, again, you're just saying celebrity names. It's not gonna, it's not enough. Is but that, I'm saying I would just watch the, those people is, just like talk. What? I said I would just watch those people that I just named just like hang out and talk. Sure, so I feel but like that's what them, coffee and cigarettes is. That's exactly what coffee and cigarettes <laughs> is. That's all coffee and cigarettes is. I don't know. I get what you're saying, but I'm I'm into it. I I will watch this. I'll watch it too. But I'm just saying, like, I have no high expect. I do not have high expectations for this movie. Oh, oh no, no, (laughs) oh no. This isn't no. This isn't a movie that it's like gonna blow the socks off of your mind. It's just gonna be enjoyable. Why does it have to be zombies though? Why? Because you love zombies. (sighs) I'm just so tired. Just stop. They're your fave. So tired of the same fucking movie coming out seventeen times. How many zombie That's comedies true. do we have? Honestly, like the only one I really need is Shaun of the Dead. I like Zombie Land too. It. I like it, but I like will watch. Well, zo- Bill Murray's uh, in that one. Are you supposed to more? love everything Bill Murray's in? I do love everything Bill Murray's in, but I'm just saying I'd rather watch Shaun of the Dead. Well, I'd rather watch Shaun of the Dead. Also, I'm just saying that's all. That's all I'm saying. Fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why are we arguing about nothing? Let's fight. Fuck. (laughs) My husband hasn't been home for like a week, so I just need to argue about nothing with someone. (laughs) Well, let's do it and record it. (laughs) We are right now. That's what's happening currently. What? Oh, my God. Please just read the next movie thing. Oh, okay. Thanks. Moving on. (laughs) The first movie... (laughs) The first movie we are going to talk about today is Gentleman Broncos from 2009. Uh, This was requested by listener Justin Yu. Justin wrote in and says, I haven't read this before. I'm nervous. Um, (laughs) Good luck. 
I would love to hear both of you discuss the future cult classic known as Gentleman Broncos from the makers of Nacho Libre and Napoleon Dynamite, starring Jermaine Clement as a science fiction fantasy novelist with writer block or with writer's block who resorts to plagiarizing the novel Yeast Lords of one of his young fans. Sam Rockwell stars as the titular Bronco on a revenge mission for his stolen gonad. <laughs> also, if all this doesn't uh, isn't enticing enough, Jennifer Coolidge plays the kid's mom. I've never watched another movie like it. It's a lot of fun. Nice. It is directed by uh, Jared Hess, written by Jared Hess and uh, Jerusha Hess. The IMDb summary is, a teenager attends a fantasy writer's convention where he discovers his idea has been stolen by an established novelist. Wow. That was a lot of talking. Way to go. You got through it. Oh, my goodness. I was so scared. You did a good job. There was some Thank there you. Was some uh, grammatical errors, and I, you just made them right. Yeah, thank you. So it's, I'm proud of you. <laughs> that means a lot. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So, did you see Napoleon Dynamite? Of course yes. you did. Did you yes. like Napoleon Dynamite? Um. Okay, like is a term that I wouldn't necessarily describe. <laughs> it was a movie that I saw uh-huh. and I laughed. Yeah. And then that was it. Okay. How about I don't I didn't I didn't understand I didn't understand like the crazy behind it and everybody wearing the vote for Pedro shirts and like it just being this huge thing. Like it was funny, it was stupid, but I didn't get I didn't get the like cult favorite of it oh, necessarily. God. I was ridiculously obsessed with Napoleon Dynamite to an embarrassing level. Really? Yeah. I just wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't one of those people. I didn't have a vote for Pedro shirt, but if someone gifted me one, I would have worn it all the time. Someone gifted me one. I I never wore it. But I, not to sound cool, but I did yeah. like Napoleon Dynamite before it was cool. <laughs> Like, I went yeah, to the independent theater and saw it, like, three times. <laughs> the first time I left before the end credits were over, and then I mm-hmm. found out there was more after the end credits, so I had to go to second time, and then I just went a third yeah. time, because you have to even it out with three. I don't think I ever saw the end credits. You never saw what happens after the end credits of Napoleon Dynamite? No. No. You didn't see the wedding? No. <gasps> This is new to me. This is new oh news. Oh my god, you got to. Just That's go on so YouTube funny. and watch like end sequence of Napoleon Dynamite so you can watch it. So what's funny about Napoleon Dynamite is I saw this movie. I was still living in New York at the time, but my family had moved to Boise, Idaho, mm-hmm. which is isn't uh Napoleon Dynamite takes place in Idaho, right? I don't know. Some some mid some Midwest country state. So I think it. I think because I remember it being like a big thing there, which made sense to me because it was like filmed or something in northern Idaho. I might be like totally making things up. Now I have to look at look at it. Okay, finish your thought first. Keep going. I don't remember what I was going to say. Look up stuff. It's Please, a podcast. I don't remember what I was going to say. On, you're making me edit so much. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I guess it was filmed in Pennsylvania. I don't know. Oh, no. Preston, Idaho. Oh yeah. Okay. Just keep Franklin, talking. Franklin, Idaho. Carl, you're killing me. 
You're killing me, Smalls. Lamont Reservoir, Idaho. Lamont. Oh, that's the scene after the ending credits that I never watched. <laughs> Look, it all ties in. You don't have to edit it. Oh, my God. Boom. Oh, my God, Carly. Um, But so, no, my, my, fa- my family was like super uh, into it and thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. Your family was? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Because they lived in Idaho. They thought it was hilarious. And how do you feel They're about like, Nacho Libre then? Nacho Libre, I saw it once. It was funny, but I don't remember anything from it, to be honest with you. Okay. So I love Napoleon Dynamite. I still like it. I don't love it as much as I used to. It kind of lost its its whimsy over the years. Nacho Libre <laughs> was never my thing. Yeah. I couldn't get into the Jack Black wrestler thing. Just not something that appealed to me. But Napoleon Dynamite, I enjoyed. Now, both of those movies, I can understand they're made by the same people that made this movie because it's similar, right? Yeah. Yeah. This movie, to me, just feels like they're trying too hard to make it weird. I I can agree with that. I honestly was the most into it. I would have preferred it if this movie was like just the weird, like ridiculous movie if that makes sense just like i didn't i didn't really care yeah i didn't really care about anything else that was happening um but you can bet your ass that when when yeast lords came up i was like oh yeah this is magic bet your ass when yeast lords came up someone please quote carly saying that magic it was magic i enjoyed all of the sam rockwell scenes yeah yes sam rockwell is a treasure he is a treasure oscar winning sam rockwell doing scenes like this is pretty hilarious though it's beautiful there's there was nothing there was nothing about this movie that was more appealing to me than that shot when he was riding that fake deer (laughs) (laughs) and i was like Okay, like when those scenes were going on, I was like, I'm into this. Like, I, I am curious to keep, please keep going with this scene. And then it would cut back to the real world and I'd be minorly disappointed. You just want to watch Yeast Lords and that's it. 100% I, I do. will say my favorite scenes, though, were not the Yeast, your, the, so hard to say, Yeast Lords scenes. It is really hard to say. They weren't the Yeast Lords. What were your favorite? Um, I have two favorite scenes. One of them is when Jennifer Coolidge... Uh, is showing her son her um, her new drawings for her new clothing line. Yeah. And they involve, like, beach towels. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, this one is made with beach towels she's- and trimmed with burlap. <laughs> she's also a treasure. She is amazing, and she killed it. Like, Yeah, she did. She kills it in everything, I could, though. I could give or take, like... Jermaine Clement. I'm sorry. He's just not my thing. I, I know people love him and I don't have a problem with him. He's just not my favorite. But Jennifer Coolidge fucking kills this role. She yes. is so amazing. As One I, of my favorites is when she's uh, dressed as the genie and just crying in front of the mirror. <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, Mom, please stop looking at yourself cry. Like, let's go over here. <laughs> See, it's one of, it is funny. But when I'm watching it, I'm not really laughing. There's one time I laughed so hard I had to pause it. 
And that's when the guardian angel comes over and parks his car and opens his trunk and just pulls out a snake and puts it around his shoulders. <laughs> Ned Schneebly. Because it's like, like what, what is happening? There's no explanation of who this guy is. He just parks his car, opens his trunk, and pulls out this giant snake and puts it around himself. I was less excited when we found out who he was. But at the time, I thought that was perfect. It just made me cry. I was, I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Um, it it's just like some of the goofy stuff is too goofy. Like it's, I think, and so that's the kind of that's kind of what I felt like. I felt like, um, who was the friend that directed the movie? Oh, wasn't that Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite? E- well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like that character like was just Pedro again, but it wasn't funny. He was cr- he creeped me out. His mouth made me I, uncomfortable. <laughs> I hated it. Like I hated when like in the bus when we meet that when we meet him. Yeah. And he like the other guy is massaging the girl's hand and no. he was just like no. wisp like no. doing something weird no. in her ear no. and then crunching on Cheetos yeah. or whatever no, he was eating. I don't eating. like any of that. No, I hated it, and I was like, "This is not a movie for me." See, and then, I'm like, we more like though the things that bothered me were more like, "Oh, people steal people's testicles," and like, oh, it could have been something else. Like, why does it have to be testicles? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's because just, it's because they want to make it weird. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it goes to a level it doesn't need to go. Like, if they toned it down a bit, it would have been funnier. But they just, right. like, stepped it up too much. It was yeah. too much weird. Napoleon Dynamite's great because it, like, hits a level. And also, you care about the characters a little bit more in Napoleon Dynamite. I feel like... Totally. In this movie, I don't really know who I'm supposed to be rooting for as much. Well, and see, that's kind of the weird thing is that, like, obviously, like, you have your main character, um... Benjamin? Probably. Was that his name? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Um, But then everybody else, other than the mom, because she's Jennifer amazing. Coolidge is a treasure. Yes. Yes. Um, But everybody else is just like, who cares? Yeah. Like, there wasn't, you, at the beginning of the movie, it looks like you're supposed to maybe be on this, like, trajectory, but by the end, I don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to be feeling. I don't know what I'm supposed to be thinking. I don't know if I'm supposed to care that his work was plagiarized. I don't know if I'm supposed to care like about anything. I mean, I think we're supposed to and care. I just don't. I didn't care. Yeah. I can tell what I'm supposed to feel. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that I'm glad I watched it. And there were definitely some parts that... There were some magical moments. That were Do magical. not get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but as a whole, it doesn't work. And probably similarly no. to how I feel about Nacho Libre, where there's parts mm-hmm. where I'm like, yes, it's hilarious. It's well thought out. It's weird. And I like both of those things. Um, but the overall story just doesn't hit it for me like Napoleon Dynamite does. And so unfortunately, I'm going to, if I'm going to be in this kind of mood to watch this kind of movie, I'm probably just going to watch Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. But I appreciate the attempt. I don't. I like how Justin Hughes said this is going to be a future uh, cult I classic. I know, me too. I was like, it's from 2009. When is that going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So good. But there are a lot of people that were excited that we were going to talk about this. I'm, I think 
this this definitely has a following all in of its own. For sure. It definitely does. Yeah. Jared Hess has his own group, groupies. Yes. I'm personally not one of them, but I appreciate it. Nor am I. I appreciate it. I appreciate that it exists, and I appreciate the people that like it, and I hope more movies like this exist. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's not my favorite, I am so grateful that we watched this just for those amazing Sam Rockwell scenes. It's true. Like, those made my day. So, I'm seeing what Jared Hess is up to, because honestly, I don't know. Um, Director... Let's see. He's filming a movie called The Salamander. That's a documentary, so that's probably not going to be what we want it to. (laughs) And then we have um, an action film that's being filmed called Shanghai Dawn. The continuing adventure of former Chinese Imperial Guard Chan Wang and American bandit Roy O'Bannon. So there's that to look forward to. Starring Jackie sure. Chan and Owen Wilson. So that might be good. Might be a hit. I like Jackie Chan. Me too. A lot. I haven't seen him in a really long time in anything. No, it's been a minute. Like just me personally, I haven't yeah. like sought him out, I guess. And then there was another movie he did a couple years ago called Masterminds, which I have not seen. But... Mm-mm. It's got um, Zach Galifianakis wearing a weird wig and, oh, you know what? I think I have seen this. Oh? It's got Kristen Wiig in it. It looks familiar. An, a guard of an armored car company in the southern U.S. organizes one of the biggest bank heists in American history based on the October 1997 Loomis Fargo robbery. Oh, I did see this. I barely remember How it. was it? Uh, I barely remember well, that, it, but that I that good. <laughs> but I think it was funny. <laughs> it had to be Kristen Wiig, Zach Galifianakis, Owen Wilson no again, isn't it? Yeah. Jason Sudeikis, yeah, I mean, all funny people. I Kate think I McKinnon. watched it because of those people in it. I don't think I I realized it was a Jared Hess movie, but now I want to watch it. It's, it's got all. These... It's been a couple years. I probably saw it when it first came out. Anyway, we'll check that out. There we go. Maybe. We had our Jared Hess moment. <laughs> thank you, Justin, you for uh, suggesting it. Yeah, thank you so much. Because seriously, I was so excited about the... There were parts I was um, super excited about. Overall, yeah, it's a yes. miss for me. But there, I'm happy I watched it. And there were parts that made me super happy. So thank The you. way that the bald chick in the... Um, what was it called? Yeast something? Yeast Lords? Yeah, yeast lords. Um, the ba- the way that the bald chick talked like totally gave me childlike empress vibes. Mm. Yeah, there was something really familiar about it. Yeah, and she's very beautiful and bald, and it made me happy. Yeah. All right. Well, I talked more about that movie than I thought I was going to, to be honest. So I was nervous. I was like, "What am I going to say about it?" <laughs> other than I really liked Sam Rockwell riding a a dead deer. <laughs> was it dead? It didn't. I don't know. Move. It was taxidermied, is what I assumed. <laughs> it because it did not move. But when he fell on the ocean and like there wasn't an like it was just like it just floated. The ground <laughs> with stiff. water maybe yeah. on it a little bit was. I was like, oh my god, what is this yes. magic? Oh, that vomit kiss was not oh. not good. Oh. No, no, no. Hated it. No. Well, no. I'm good. Moving on. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. This next request was called in by our longtime listener and friend of the show, Mondo. Let's listen to his request. Hey, ladies. Uh, I'm, it's Mondo, and I'm calling to request something for this year. I'm throwing in Simon Says from 2006. Uh, it stars America's sweetheart, Crispin Glover. So uh, I remember watching this when it came out because I worked at a video store. And we didn't really get many copies, and not many people really rented it. But I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. So I, quite frankly, I just have no one else to uh, talk about this movie to. So join me. <laughs> and let me know what you think. Love the show. Keep it up. Bye. So we're talking about Simon Says from 2006, written and directed by William Deere. The IMDb summary is five college friends choose to spend their vacation debauching at the riverside. They find the perfect place to camp out, but end up crossing paths with twin brothers, Simon and Stanley. The twins then begin to knock off the campers in some extremely creative and extremely gruesome ways. Enjoy the splatter. So long. It's very long. But I didn't mess it the up. The other one really? is the other one longer? I don't think so. The other summary? I don't know. They're about the same, I think. <laughs> the pothead Zach, the sweetheart's Kate and Riff. Oh my God. Rough. I didn't want to read the that one. Vicky. It was offensive. It is really offensive. Should we read it though? Yeah. You have to read it. Okay, great. <laughs> it was your idea. I kind of just did though. Um, okay, so our, the summary part two <laughs> of this movie by There's Claudio. There's Carvalho oh my God. from Rio de Janeiro. Oh my God. That's who gave us this one. Says, uh, the pothead Zach, the sweethearts, Kate and Riff, the slut Vicky, and the spoiled Ashley travel by van to the backwoods to camp. They meet two strange grave diggers that advise them to leave the place, uh, otherwise they could be murdered. Then they meet the deranged, retarded Simon, Jesus, in the gas station, and Riff has a friction with the guy. They find a <laughs> paradisiac spot Para oh, okay, I get it. Spot to camp at the riverside, but Simon and Stanley transform their holiday in a nightmarish night. God. <laughs> That's rough. I think I picked the better one. <laughs> you did pick the better one. Just dropping the R word. You didn't even say slut. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the word? I did say slut. Oh, I didn't hear it. I totally said the slut Vicky. <laughs> the slut Vicky. <sighs> I prefer Good the word grief. skank, but okay. <laughs> You know, live your live your life, Vic. <laughs> live your best life, Vic. Live your best life in the woods. Yeah. Maybe just lay off the other people's boyfriend thing. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's kind of shitty. Uh, hilarious that Blake Lively's in this. For like a second. Still, she's in it. I know. When I saw her, I was like, oh, shit. Was her sister in it? Who was the, yeah, because it definitely was Lively. like Blake Lively and Lori Lively or something like that. I don't think it's Lori, but yeah. No, Lori Lynn Lively. Is it? She oh, was on I The Bold like, and the Beautiful. Oh, all right. I don't know if they're sisters, though. Oh, they just have the same last name? Yeah, maybe they are. Incidentally. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to investigate. Aunts. Perhaps. Very possible. Third cousin once removed. Exactly. Hmm got a lot of livelies so i can understand why mondo wanted us to watch this it is yeah me too um i want to share it with the world i get it yeah it's very strange 
and it's so weird and, and terrible. Kristen Glover is so weird and like what is the voice? I just want everybody to watch this because yes. it it blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I I watched it and now I want everyone else to watch it too. Right? But it's not totally. good, but no. everyone needs to watch it. Yes. <laughs> One hundred percent. It's so weird. It uh, Crispin Glover it's, is. What is he doing? What is he doing? I, I don't know. What is happening? He is the the voice, the accent. What accent is that? I was I was literally that was my one note. Was like. <laughs> When it when it was supposed to be like him and was that his twin like as little kids and they had this weird accent and the I voiceover? was like what is that and the what does it mean what does it mean there was a voiceover there was yeah. like a flashback and there's a voiceover yeah. when the boys are talking I think probably because when they filmed it they didn't have ac- accents and then they're like oh Crispin Glover is doing this crazy accent the whole movie we need to auto dub over it because they need accents and then i don't know who did the accents or did the auto dubbing but it doesn't match up at all and it's very distracting it would have been less distracting if they just didn't have it period i wouldn't have thought twice about it to be honest i wouldn't have either i mean it's not like it makes it a better or worse movie anyway it's just distracting (laughs) i was literally like are they british and then (laughs) And then it like transformed into something else. And I was like, that's not British, but it's also not like Southern. I, I like had no idea what was going on, but I was like, this this is going to be a talking point is what I thought. I don't know. Where are they? Because I don't, I don't, I don't know. know what that accent is. And it doesn't stay the same. It evolves. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like he'll say Simon's. You didn't say Simon says, but then he'll also say Simon. Yeah, yeah. So he'll say Simon, but then he'll also say Simon. It, it's all over the place. It doesn't really. make any sense. None of it makes any no. sense. No. Uh, so they're doing like. So basically, these kids are in the woods. It's like every movie ever where the kids are all just specific characters one-dimensional specific characters and they go into the woods and they go to the gas station and there's a creepy guy at the gas station and they camp out and then bad things start happening it's the same thing as most movies the difference here Mm -hmm. is that the person killing people likes to set up machines and the machines kill them very quickly and very gruesomely yeah uh so that part's good (laughs) i mean it's it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You have to see it. I, I can't really put my finger on it. It's not good, but it's, you got to see it. You just do. You, I mean, yeah. It's, it's so bizarre. There was a part. It like. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say it like follows, like what you were saying. It follows like the, I don't know, all of the tropes. Yep. But then, but it's like, it the way that we get to the end point is just so bizarre. It is. So I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't really work either, but it's it, no, there's like a Texas chainsaw massacre part for yep. some reason. Yep. 
but you want to keep watching there's like a part that kind of is like very like freddy krueger do you know what i'm talking about the part where he's tied to the tree and like make some smoke joints make reminds me of oh yeah 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 it's a very freddy krueger force feeding her kind of yeah yeah it's a very freddy krueger way to kill someone totally and there's i don't know (laughs) it's goofy it doesn't really work. And Crispin Glover is so fucking weird, man. He's just so yeah. weird. It makes me want to cry. He's so weird. <laughs> He's so weird. I don't even know what to do with him at all. Like as a as a human. Like I just don't know how I how I can deal with him. Uh the music's weird. Everything about this movie is weird. Um But you have to see it for yourself. Somehow. There's a whole scene where we get to listen to the Cherry Pop and Daddies, which it's been about a decade <laughs> since I've done that. And <laughs> oh, my God. Man, oh, man. That uh, that name uh, now is uh, offensive to me. Uh, as a yeah. kid, I listened to them and didn't think twice about the name. And now I'm like, oh, that's uh, disturbing. It's a disturbing yeah. name for a 12-year-old girl to, <laughs> to listen totally. to. Totally. Play that again. <laughs> what band? I really want to listen to the Cherry Pop and Daddies. Twelve year old parents says. are like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but oh my god, I don't know. It's just it's. I don't understand the Simon Says thing. I don't understand. There's like a scene at the beginning where the one twin hits the other twin in the head. And I think that's what makes Simon kind of um, off a little bit. Is that what makes him off? I don't know. I don't know either. I was trying to figure out that whole time because every time he was like, you didn't say Simon says. I was like, this doesn't. I, why did but they need is, to say that? There's no other part it, of the movie that deals with him having to say Simon says. No. Well, there was when they were little, there was like, but I don't, I don't get why. I don't get why he needs to say it. No. Like, that's why. It doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) We, and it's what about the the movie is called at the beginning when she's in the, when she's, when they're in the van and Kate is like having a weird flashback to the twins fighting. And I'm like, why is she having a flashback to the kid, to the twins fighting? Is she psychic? Is she one of the twins? Like, what? why is that happening? I have no idea what that was. No, me either. I had thought maybe it was supposed to be him having a flashback, but then we're, I don't know. But it was, it was so her weird. having it, I thought. It I th- showed her and there was a flashback. It did, but it was also like weirdly cut. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't sure. Here's another question. What's with the girl on the horse? I don't know. There's just a girl on a horse and she points. What's the point of her? What is she doing? Yeah, the ghost girl? Yeah, why? I don't know. Why is that a thing? We that never it, saw her again. We saw her twice. We saw her at the beginning of the movie and then at the end of the movie. But why? Yeah, I don't know. To warn the kids to go the other way. But why? I don't know. I don't really yeah, I don't no. really get it. I mean, it just doesn't really make sense. No. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know either. I don't I, like I can't do this movie justice talking about it. No, because like it's it's something that you feel like you have to see for yourself. Yeah. And I know that's like a little bit of a weird cop out because like what we do is discuss movies, but it's so 
wrong. <laughs> yeah. But like, what else is going to happen? I mean, it's like what other was... movies you've seen, but it's also not like any other movie you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I want to know if this was supposed to be like serious if yes. they were really going for like a scary movie yes. or if it was supposed to just be like over the top and sarcastic and like kind of a no it's a, supposed to be fun. scary why wouldn't why wouldn't you think it's scary it's supposed to be scary because it's so over the top it is like, but like so over the top i can look and see what the other guy is what other movies the guy has done if that makes you feel better Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, it's one of the, that's what you think, or that's what I was thinking while sure. I watched it. Okay. was like, am I supposed to be laughing? Am I supposed to be, you know, what am I supposed to be feeling? Oh, the, he wrote Rocketeer. He did Harry I, and the Hendersons. He directed Angels in the Outfield. What? The first movie that I ever saw, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in, and he stole my heart. Oh, my God. I was like eight years old. Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. Me too. Oh. <sighs> You know what that movie has that not many oh. movies have? What? Jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> no. Well, what? Yes. <laughs> but also it has, um, oh shit, I'm blanking on names. I'm thinking of a different movie. Oh, okay. But also I love Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> it's so good. I'm thinking of the other one, Rookie of the Year. Oh, Henry Rowan Gardner, Funky Butt Loving. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did he say Funky Butt Loving? <laughs> See, that's an episode we should do. Angels in the Outfield and Rookie of the Year. Oh, oh my, my God, God. Someone requested. It. It'd be the best episode ever. Can we request our own listener request? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I love both of those movies. Harry and the Hendersons is also so good. Yeah. That's not my thing. I cried. I was thinking Gary Busey as a love interest, which you don't see very often in movies. That's true. And I was like, why isn't Gary Busey showing up on the list? I couldn't think of his name. And then I was like, oh, I know why, because I'm thinking of Rookie of the Year, which is also a great baseball. I don't care about sports at all, but Rookie of the Year. The Ice Cubes. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Stern. Hot ice. Rookie of the Year and Angels in the Outfield are great fucking movies. Oh, so good. They're so good. They're so good. Like, oh. I love both of those movies. Oh, they're so good. What is uh, Thomas Nicholas doing? He was in a band. Was he? Um, he married this, like, a uh, woman who's like this huge DJ okay. and then he was in a band. I actually saw his band play The Viper Room. How do you know so much about Thomas Nicholas? Well, because because I saw his band. If I asked um, anyone be- else, literally no one would know. <laughs> you know his whole life story. <laughs> because um, so uh, my friend Jason, who designed our logo, um, were is friends with this guy Andy Wildrick, um, who used to be in this band called the Junior Varsity, who was then in Thomas Ian Nicholas's band. He was in town once, like two years ago, and we went to go see his band play. And so that's how I know is because we hung out like with those guys and we saw them play. And John Popper was there apparently, what? and like he played too. It was crazy because it was such a small show. Like it was literally. So it was so tiny. Like we 
nobody was there. Oh my god, I there need like to interrupt you for there. a second. That's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to tell you something very important. Go. Thomas Ian Nicholas is going to be in a film. You may have heard of it before. It's a remake called Nosferatu. Yes, I literally just saw that. And Starring I was like, Doug gonna- Jones. Can we also talk about how he was in a TV movie called Nightmare Shark? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but we should do that as well. And he was also in Trailer Park Shark. You guys are fucking dying with these requests. How come no one's requesting Nightmare Shark? Yeah, what is the deal? We got a lot of spider <laughs> movies. Thanks. We did get what a lot of spider shark movies. movies? <laughs> Super stoked about Nosferatu with Doug Jones, though. Yeah, That's pretty sweet. That is sweet. I re-listened to one of our older episodes where I shit talk Doug Jones and I feel so bad about it. Really? I don't don't shit talk him, but you're like, oh my God, Doug Jones. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And you were like, oh, I do remember that episode. And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) And And I was like, how can you not care? It's Doug Jones. And now I care so (laughs) much about Doug Jones that it makes me so (laughs) sad that I did that. And I wish I could just delete that episode. (laughs) I mean, I feel like progress. I feel like you've come such a long way. I'm okay with it. It's true. I just I just care so deeply about Doug Jones now that like yeah. two years ago, me was such an asshole about Doug Jones. And <laughs> on behalf of everybody in the world, I would like to apologize, especially to Doug Jones, who obviously listens to this podcast all the time. Doug we Jones, accept. I love you. We accept your apology. <sighs> I was the worst. I... I did. I just happened to come across that episode and I was like yelling at myself. I'm like, you fucking imbecile. Show some fucking respect to Jug Jones. Thanks. It's so funny because I totally remember having that conversation with you and being like, what? Can I just happening? erase? If I could turn back time. <laughs> Let's play share for the rest of the episode. So Kay. Simon says you should watch that movie. <laughs> it's horrible yes. and also amazing. <laughs> Agreed so, on both on of both those movies, really. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one a little bit more, to be honest. But it's also horror, which is near and dear to my heart. And also, I would Crispin say that this Glover. one was an easier watch. It was, um, but I did get more joy out of the parts, uh, the yeast lords parts. Yeah, and I think the kills. And I got more joy out of those, and I think the kills and Simon says were just a little too quick for how like creative they were. Yeah, because they were so strange with all the like trip wires and and yeah flying axes. Super interesting I would stuff. Agree. Maybe slow yeah. it down a bit, guys. Slow your roll. Yeah, let me enjoy the kill because it was like boom, let bam, me enjoy boom. this murder. Bing mm-hmm. bang boom done. Next kill. Bing bang boom. Yeah. done. He killed a lot of people. How did he do that CD thing? He's very creative. He was. I was impressed. Very impressed. I don't know how he did it so quickly. I don't know what the plan was, if there was a plan, or if he's just MacGyver, the MacGyver of the kill. I mean, he's obviously MacGyver of the kill. MacGyver of the kill. Yeah. He, like, takes Texas Chainsaw Massacre to, like, the next level and involves electronics. It's true. It's very true. He has a talent. A talent he for does. the kill. Not such a talent yeah. for accents, maybe. No. But he doesn't know what he's trying to say. <laughs> I don't either. So that makes two Me of either. us. The three it's of fine. us. <laughs> you did great, Crispin. I like that it uh I'm looking at the 
poster art for it. And it's like Crispin Glover and Blake Lively and Simon Says. But she's literally in the last two minutes of the movie. I, how did you feel about the end of the movie? I thought it was real creepy. Yeah. I, I thought the very, the very, very end, like the last five seconds. Yeah. Great ending. I know what you're talking about. It really was yeah. a great ending. It was super creepy, right? It was super creepy. Like, I don't even want to say it because I want people to enjoy that for themselves. It's true. I don't understand how any of that happened. Or how Me any either. of the survival, the survival no. of the thing. No idea. I called bullshit on that. By the I way. totally did. I was like, how though? How? I mean, if you had a problem with the us surviving. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. All right. Are we done What's talking next? about that one? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't have too much to talk about. I did see Pet Cemetery, and we can do a, a brief spoiler-free discussion of that one if you want. Yeah, I'm down. We both saw it. I saw it this morning I- at 10 a.m. Thinking. Oh, cool. I need to see it again. And I went to the 10 a.m. movie thinking, surely no one will be here. Who is going to see Pet Cemetery at 10 a.m. except for me? The answer to that question is a lot of people. It was almost a full theater. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. That makes me really happy. It was crazy. I was like, where did all these people come from? There's an entire family that took up a whole row. And I was like, what family is this? There's like children there. Yeah. And I was like, Holy shit. There were uh, two 17-year-olds that I watched get kicked out of the theater. I'm sorry. They obviously Whoa. weren't 17. They were like 15. Uh, to which oh. I was happy and sad at the same time. I was like, just let them watch it. But I was also like, oh, I remember being that age. I was going to say, I've been that. I've been that person <laughs> that sneaks into the theater, even though I know I'm not supposed to. I don't know how they got caught. No, me either. So this theater that I went to, you um, you have to reserve your seats ahead of time. You have to pick where you're going to seat and you have to stick to it. It's yeah. like the rule of this theater. I don't like it usually, but I didn't think it mattered because I thought I was going to be the only one in the theater. But right. I, I always like to sit in the back row. I'm a back row kind of girl. So oh, no, me not me. I'm like in the f- I want to be in it. See, I don't like I, I want to take back that I said I'm a back row kind of girl because that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I got what you're saying. Thank you. No, I'm like front row. Like I want to feel the seat vibrate. I want to not be able to see the walls like I want to be engulfed into no, the screen. Did you know the sound is so amazing in the back, though? See, I think why I like to sit closer is because. I get, I'm very sensitive. If I hear other shit going on, I get distracted so easily. So I found, especially in the Dolby, if I sit in my preferred seat, I can't hear anything else that's going on. And it's a lot easier for me not to get pissed off at like people that are being stupid. Mm. Well, I will say, surprisingly, my theater was extraordinarily well behaved. I was worried when I saw the family sit down and the children. Sure. And there were people directly in front of me and there were people on both sides of me. Uh, Not directly. There were a couple seats, but like there were more people around me than I usually like. And Mm -hmm. everyone was extraordinarily silent. I was um, very impressed by the people that I watched a movie with today. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you guys. I was impressed. Way to go people in my theater. They're definitely listening to this now. Yeah, and know 100%. who they are. Yeah, so um, yeah, the the theater experience was actually really good. Um, the acting in the movie very good. 
I was expecting more. Interesting. I didn't dislike it, but I was disappointed and I was a little bit bored, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't know that I need to watch it again. I think I'm good. I'm I'm watching it again because I feel like I went into it maybe expecting some things or not knowing what to expect. And so now that I know, I need I want to see it again so I can like pay attention to some things that maybe were missed. Um, I feel like the two things that I did call out in my head when I was watching it are maybe spoilers. So I don't want to say them, um, but I'll tell you that in a second. Um, but overall, like I really did like it. I think the tr- like there were a lot of scenes that I, I thought were really, really effective. Um, I do like again, I don't know how much like I can say and how much I can't say. Don't spoil anything. Just talk generic. But I liked I liked I liked it. We can spoil after credits if you want. OK, I don't um, even want to say like any crazy spoilers. Right. I just there's like. I don't know what people have seen, like I wouldn't when it comes say to trailers and stuff. I wouldn't say anything yeah, spoiler. Exactly. Uh, totally. And avoid the trailer. Because there were a couple scenes that I was like, I love that part, and I would have loved it even more if I didn't see it in the trailer. Which totally. I avoided the trailer like the plague, and I did a great job, and then it was um before us, and I totally watched it. So yeah. that was fun. I told you what happened to me. Yeah. Oof. Your cousin. Way to go, cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean, as a whole, I liked it. I thought the acting was fantastic. Spot on. Really well done. So good. Um, Amy Simitz as Rachel. Wonderful. Was like made me like that character. Yeah. I didn't which like in, her before. In the movie, I did not like her. Yeah. Um, in the book, she's a lot more. You're a lot more sympathetic to her. Yeah. And I feel like it played more in, the, um, in this one in the movie for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I thought the kids were great. The kids did a great job. The daughter did a fantastic job. Um, oh, she is amazing. I Ellie felt was for fantastic. the characters way more this time. I felt, I mm-hmm. felt that the, um, the Judd character in this movie, I, um, well, I, he's not Fred Gwynn. He's just not. Um, no. I understand that people are very attached yeah. to Fred Gwynn and understandably so he's fantastic. Um, but I just, in terms of like his dialogue, I felt like he was, um, just a more, a more multidimensional character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny. Um, apparently John Lithgow and Fred Gwynn were like good friends. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And John Lithgow had never seen the original Pet Cemetery, no. and he was like, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to feel like I have to like emulate a performance or like, you know, be heavily influenced. And he did do Same his thing own with thing. Jason Clark. He did do his Jason own thing. Jason Clark never saw it either. Sorry. Yeah. I totally cut you off. Oh, you're fine. Wasn't anything important. Um, He didn't do an accent, which is fine mm-hmm. with me because it, the, the, when we talked about the original Pet Cemetery, we talked about how it's like so over the top. This one's more subdued. It's more realistic feeling. Um, yeah. It's a little darker um, just in color in general. Um, For sure. The way it was shot was a darker uh, film. Tone. Um, yeah. I think it could have been stronger. I think this is one of those movies, and I never say this. You know me. I never say this. This could have been a longer movie and a more interesting movie. Um, oh, I agree with you, though. I think and I'll that tell they you why should later. have added more. <laughs> yeah. 
and I won't get spoilery. But there are things that I think they could have added that would have made it stronger and would have made it more interesting. Because this was just way too much agree. like the original for me. Um, the changes they made I, were I don't great. agree with that, but... The changes but, they made yeah. were great, but it, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it... I, I mean, it's not the original film, but it is way more similar than I was expecting. I was expecting big changes, and I got some smaller changes. Um... So yeah. that's that. We can do... Do you want to do spoilers after the credits? Kind of. Okay. I mean, I'm either going to tell you not recording or we can record. Let's just record it. I mean, people are going to want to okay. hear it. So we'll do that after the after the credits. So stay tuned after the credits if you want to hear us talk more about it and you've seen the film already. Don't listen if you haven't seen the film yet. Please don't listen. Go if you, b- yeah. Come back after. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? We're going to Monster Palooza this week. Very excited. So there'll be some horror convention pictures making their way onto our social media. That'll yeah. be fun. We'll see Justin no, I don't really have anything from else. Horror Business. That'll be fun. I'm so excited. Ugh. I've never met him in real life. We've been friends with him for over two years. And we're finally going so to get to meet him. Can't wait. How exciting. This is the year of meeting people we've been I talking know. to for years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing yeah i don't have anything else to report so let's close out and we'll talk spoilers after the credits perfect okay uh what are we doing next week carly i don't know pull up the notes carly (laughs) i'm just kidding i do know um we are going to be uh doing strange land which was suggested to us by fred b and also seven um uh Leia's excited about that. Yeah, who is um, Which, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, which Todd uh, wants us to do. And Seven's actually on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it, please watch it. Yeah, because what are you doing? Great. Um, and very quotable. And watch it now. <laughs> Don't even wait. Yeah. Stop. No, watch it this moment. Just go watch it now. You should have been yeah. watching this years ago. What are you doing? What have you been doing Agreed. with your life? Yeah. <laughs> please. Yes. I'm really excited to rewatch it. It's been a while since I've seen Seven. It's been a really long time since I've seen Way Seven. Way too long since I've seen mm-hmm. Seven. All right. Yes. All right. So let's close out then. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. Oh, that wasn't as good as last week. It's okay. We'll it was, get there. It was a good try. It's, you know, there's always next week. Let's talk spoilers. Okay. So I Did you ever read the book? I haven't read the book. So I Okay. I will. Um I wanted to read it before the movie came out, but this just wasn't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um I'm into it though, I want to, but I think I might need to wait now because I don't know. I'm worried that it's going to be too similar to the other movies. And I'll, I don't know. People are saying it's so much different than the book. That this movie really, is so much different than the book. 
It really, really is. And um, the book is awesome. Like, I definitely suggest reading it. It's it's so good. Um, the movie is very different, obviously. Um, my two things that, like, I... I was kind of bummed out about, but not bummed out. I just noticed it. And um, I wish I remember hearing when, when this movie was going to be made that we were going to get more of the Wendigo myth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like there was as much as I wanted. Like they touched on any. it. Yeah. They touched on it very briefly. Yeah. And like, I wanted more. Yes. I wanted more of that. Yes. Um, 100%. And I was excited for more of that. Yes. And I didn't get it and it bummed me out. Yep. Um, the other thing that again, it's not like a huge deal, but to me, especially after reading the book, like I know how important the line from Ellie is when she's saying like, God, like God have his own cat. Mm-hmm. I hated that they made Jason Clark say that in regards to his daughter. Like it felt really weird. Like they wanted to include this magical line, but like it wasn't this, it like it felt really weird to me. Mm. And I know I remembered that like was the one thing that I remember thinking very vividly while I was watching the movie, which is really weird. Cause like normally I don't give a shit about that kind of sure. stuff, but I feel like um, especially like knowing the Stephen King's thing, like where he, his daughter actually said that and mm-hmm. he wanted to put that in the book and like how much of a moment that kind of was. And I don't know. It just felt really strange did Ellie to me. die in the book or did Gage die in the book? No. Yeah. It's always been Gage in okay. the book, but I really feel like that was a much stronger movie. Like, it, it makes more sense in the movie for Ellie to die just because of how we can see her come back. Yeah. Um, I like that. It, yeah, a lot. And yeah. that scene, holy cow, that scene was so good. Like, how it just silenced. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the I don't know. There was just something about that. I got chills watching that scene. It was so good. And I liked how, I mean, you saw in the trailer, right? that it's Ellie and not Gage. Right. But the way that it's filmed, Gage kind of runs up to the car and it looks like he's going to go. Yeah. And so you could kind of feel from the audience where people were like, oh my God, like I thought that this was how it was going to go, but maybe it is still Gage and you don't really know until it actually happens, which I thought was super effective. I thought that the Ellie scenes were very strong, um, especially after the switch. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was distracted by some of the filmmaking techniques of, you know, her wearing a mask. And I mean, I know there were things I could tell there were things they were doing to protect her as an actress, uh, as a young girl being an actress and doing a role like Mm -hmm. this. There were things that I can tell they did to keep her from being super disturbed by the things she was doing. Um, But it kind of took away a little bit for me because I was paying attention to it. Um, You know, it's funny about that. Hmm. They didn't direct her to do any of the stuff that she was doing. Really? Like the voice that she came up with that herself, like she would come on set and be like, um, when she was having to film those scenes and be like, hey, can I have a minute and like go in the corner and like take a second and then like come back and just be like, they were like, she's like the most professional young child actor that 
like ever. No, no, no. Like, I don't mean like her acting choices she... though. Like her acting choices yeah. are great. I just mean like yeah. like I don't know. They did things to like cut away from her at weird points because there was something disturbing happening happening. Uh, gotcha. that kind of took it out. There was also a part that I I absolutely cringed at. Um and this is nitpicking, but I mean mm-hmm. you're doing a a real movie in a real theater with a large audience um maybe edit a little bit better uh i I was the scene in the bathroom where um rachel is uh doing the whole dumb waiter in the mirror thing Mm -hmm. when she closes the mirror there's someone standing behind her with a black t-shirt in the hallway you can see him no way so it's a stage. I didn't see it's, that. it's someone behind the scenes. And at first I was like, oh, well, it's just her husband. He's about to walk in. But then her husband walks in like a minute later wearing a white shirt, not the same color shirt as the person I just saw. And I was like, oh, they didn't catch that. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't catch that either. Um, That's crazy. I don't usually catch things like that. Uh, but I was like looking in the background because I was like, oh, something's going to happen. And I was like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. And I'm distracted yeah. now. Um, okay. I will well, say I did love that scene, though. Oh, the scene was great. Um, and that it was totally fucking so ruined good. it, which makes that's it sad. such a bummer. Yeah, it's a little bit yeah. of a bummer. Um, that's such a bummer. I mean, but overall, it was great. I mean, I, I liked it. Um, I just I just think they could have done so much more with it. Um, mm-hmm. I was expecting more and, uh, it could have been gruesomer. It could have been darker. It was kind what of, what did you think of the end? It was cool. Like the end was fine. The end was pretty dark. Yeah. Gonna light their baby on fire. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I don't give a shit. I mean, the movie is a whole, <laughs> not the last five seconds. Do you know no, what I mean? I know, like, it's I know. like, yeah, I, I agree with what you said about the Wendigo. Like, I think there should have been more I there. Wanted more. There should have been more of that. There should mm-hmm. have been something. I didn't. Especially because they it. made it so extra. Like, they made the walk to the burial ground so extra. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a magical element to it, right? Yeah. Like, the storm, the lightning, yep. the wind. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of the, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt, and uh, the other thing that I, I will say um, that I kind of did miss from the book and the movie were how um, important, oh God, what is his name? Now I'm totally going to space on his name. Uh, Victor Pascal. Yeah. Um was such a big a bigger presence and had so much more to do with the story and I don't mm-hmm. think that that he was a was bigger deal in present. the first movie than he was in this one yeah yeah and he was a huge deal in the book I mean sure. he kept coming back in the book he like first he starts with Lewis and he's like hey don't do this obviously it's really subtle he doesn't say it like that um but it's something that lewis keeps on seeing right and it's kind of like weird and haunting Mm -hmm. and then when lewis kind of switches he goes to ellie Mm -hmm. and it's something that obviously he she can articulate better than gage could in the movie but it was still a thing that makes right that's why rachel goes goes to rachel in the movie you know first movie he doesn't go to rachel at all in this one 
I don't think he goes to Rachel at all in the book either. It's mm. always Ellie, but he, then Rachel like senses it. She yeah. feels it. And Ellie's like, you need to go back. Like, she's like, you need to go back in the book. And so that's why Rachel ends up going back. Oh, you know um, what? Rachel doesn't see him in the first movie, but he's talking to her and she does kind of get the point, even though mm-hmm. she doesn't actually see him. Right. Once she hears like their the kids say pass pass Pat's cow. Yeah. Pat's cow. Yeah. Then she like gets it and he's she's like, I have to go back. Yeah. Um which he kind of just disappears in the second half of the movie. Um so I don't know, there's like little things like that which are super, super nitpicky and I'm um but I mean overall I definitely super enjoyed it. I'm I thought it was really dark. I thought it was really there was weird, funny moments that were strange, but it worked. Um, the acting was amazing. Like, I finally felt like I understood Rachel's character. Yeah. And, like, when she pushes away Ellie, yes. like, that whole scene just gave me chills. Yeah. And she's just like, that's not my daughter. Right. Like, her raw, like, oh, my gosh. She was great. Yeah. She was so great. No, the acting was really good. I, I, I mean, it's... It's undeniably a billion times better than the first movie in terms of yeah. acting. Oh, yeah. In terms of acting. For sure. Um, and I think uh, the Judd character makes more sense in this movie. Mm-hmm. His, I actions, his actions make less sense in the are, first though. film. And I think in this film, mm-hmm. they make a lot more sense. He explains his actions more. Whereas yeah. our original uh, Judd doesn't. He does things and you're like, why the fuck are you doing this? Uh, I liked the lines that said things like, you know, the first time you go, you swear you're never going to go back. And then sometime somehow you're like making excuses to go back there. You know, I yeah. like I like that kind of thing because you feel like he's he's somewhat possessed and in bringing the cat up there and bringing church up there. And then, you know, I, I liked that part of it. And I liked the almost the drugging scene like made more sense. Like I just liked I think overall it made more sense. Um I just wish it was stronger and different, more different because I was like, okay, now's the time when this happens and now's the time when this happens. And I just mm-hmm. expected it to be a lot different and it was a little different. Um, I think the changes they made were great. I just wish they made more changes. Um, and I never read the book, so I don't necessarily know what those changes would be. I would like to see more Wendigo stuff. I would like to see more supernatural stuff. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. All right. Um, one hundred percent. Okay, I'm done. Me too. Okay, leave the rest for another day when we do an episode on it sometime. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> right. well, that's it then. Talk to you guys Alrighty. next week. Yep. Bye bye. bye.